Hello, people of the pod. We are hey. back for another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. Uh, I have some good news and some bad news. Oh, God. Do we know about this? Is this going to impact the me emotionally? The good news is Mike's back, but that's oh. also the bad news. Because oh. it's not going to be just me and Chrissy. Well so. played. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> I'm kidding. We missed you. <laughs> we did that miss definitely didn't affect back. me negatively. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing because that's what we're going to talk about today. We wanted to talk about um, some psychological stuff because as we've said before on the pod, uh, the science is easy. Yeah. It's the psychology that fucks you up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The science you really is do listen to me. I do oh, sometimes. God. That's delightful. Sometimes. Only sometimes. <laughs> so, Only sometimes. Last week, Mike, we talked about the fact that I am closer, pretty close to where I wanted to hit anyway. And so like, right. there's not going to be a whole lot of weight changes that we're dramatically going for. Correct. Um, I still look in the mirror and don't recognize myself. I've done it multiple times where I'm like, who is that guy? Yeah. Because like, I'm just not used to this body yet. Um, but <laughs> now that I know I'm not going to be adjusting big time weight wise, we're, there's going to be a shift. Correct. So we're not going to give updates on the pod like we talked about last week, but I wanted to get into now that you're back is where do I go from here? Right. The mindset. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it is a paradigm shift when it's very easy when you have plenty of weight to lose to focus on scale weight, focus on dropping inches and, and really dial into weight loss and fat loss. Uh, mostly fat loss is what we're concerned about. And that comes very easy on the front end. But but you're right. As you get smaller and leaner... Hold you, on, before you jump in, you yeah, said yeah. mainly fat loss is what... Why is that the only thing that we're concerned about? Because weight loss, as, as shown basically on the scale can be a number of things. It can be water weight. It can be muscle and connective tissue when people diet way, way too hard. And it can be not as much fat loss as you want. So the ideal way to drop body fat is to literally focus on just body fat losses. Okay. So if you do that with a moderate deficit and appropriate amount of exercise and adequate protein, et cetera, et cetera, we are maintaining our, our healthy body mass, lean body mass, muscle connective tissue, bone density, things like that. And we're focusing purely on body fat loss at that point. Okay. So that's why the, the body fat loss is the better thing to focus on as opposed to weight loss. And it's why the scale is such a fickle data point. And too many people a get big, it. mean, meanie. It really yeah. is. So if you're emotionally attached to the scale, that's when people run into an issue when body weight inevitably spikes and drops and spikes and drops. As long as it's trending down when you're looking at the big picture. And the big picture is easier to look at when you're looking at months worth of data, which is why it's so important to start and keep moving forward. But if you're looking at that data over the course of 7 to 14 days, you might see a downward trend, but you might also see too many spikes, and that drives people a little bit nuts Yeah, it's definitely discouraging. In that, and you're getting to that point now, Victor, where you're, you know, you're not going to be having this beautiful downward trending graph constantly like you've generally had. And, you know, it can be a little bit of a mental fuck to see these numbers go up and down. So you do have to kind of shift your mentality to 
realize that the scale is not going to be your best friend anymore. Right. And, you know... It was tough even through. And there were... Def- I mean, we talked about it on the pod. There were definitely moments where, like, I knew everything that Mike said about yep. the water weight. I knew about all of those things. And yet, I would get on the scale and be two pounds up and be like, F this. I yeah. just worked so hard this freaking <laughs> it, it week. It does an impact. And I that. lost... Or I gained two pounds today? What the... And I know, like, it's impossible. It is physically impossible. This is my brain still convincing myself... My mouth still convincing my brain <laughs> that it is physically impossible to gain two pounds overnight Correct. in one day. Like, you you cannot do it. You nope. cannot gain two pounds of body fat in, in one day. Yeah. Nope. I know that. Yeah. But when you see that you're two pounds heavier today than you were yesterday, you're like, what the? F-? <laughs> like, yeah. And it's still frustrating. I think, I think people really get like stuck on that. Like, you know, let's say I have a binge day and I eat like 5,000 calories, right? I feel like people think, well, now I have to eat 5,000 less calories tomorrow or something <laughs> like that. And it's like, no. I mean, but I can Not see quite. how your brain wants yeah. that to be. You know, that uh-huh. would make sense kind of. But yeah, in, you can't. In a, you in a way can't. it yeah. does, but that's miserable. And the, and the math does not have to be that tight. Yeah. But then you, you dig deeper also knowing that all of those calories did not right, go exactly. to, to storing his body fat. <laughs> right. But even if it did, you gained, I mean, in 5,000, you would gain a pound, a little, almost two pounds. No, but, if you ate 5,000 for the day, bear in mind, you probably got 2,000 to 2,500 calories of maintenance calories. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So not so even a pound. Not even a pound. You didn't even gain a pound. So but even if, so let's say you did eat 5,000. You went nuts, balls to the wall. In other words, I went to a family function and uh, <laughs> had 5,000 calories. <laughs> and I didn't even gain a pound. But now being closer, because I've thought about this too. So I've had a lot of emotional stuff in my life happening. And so I've done a lot of, recently emotional eating which i'm i'm sure everybody out there can relate to when you had a bad day and you just want to eat an entire pint of ice cream or you know yeah that's not really my go-to i need a baked good or some candy and gummies i'm sorry that's no that's i didn't need to interject there like i see what you're saying so let me (laughs) let me finish the statement i kind of want to go back to that of like what i I, yeah hold on let me finish the statement (laughs) i will so you i've been doing a lot of the emotional eating and I realize that as I'm doing it, you feel miserable. And like I've eaten a lot of junk just because I was like, hey, this is going to make me feel better. And it obviously doesn't. Emotional eating never really makes you and feel you better. And you keep doing it too, which is a funny thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I also thought about it then. And I was like, even if this puts on a pound or in that case, like almost a pound, I'm going to not eat like this forever. Um, knowing this is me currently where I'm at, I know that, well, I don't have to lose, because like, originally my mentality through this whole thing was like, well, shit, if I go over this much, I have to take that out of the next day or mm-hmm. the next two days. And now I'm like, well, fuck, I could take freaking three weeks to lose it. Like, it, mm-hmm. what the hell does it matter if I, gain, if I gain three quarters of a pound and then I take three weeks to lose it by cutting my calorie just a little bit. Yeah, or, or like you just train or... really heavy afterwards and mm-hmm. like mix some muscle of it goes out of muscle it. You know gain. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, you don't have to think of it. But that, that's the ultimate negatively. goal and, and vacation mentality is the, ideally you are in a good spot and maintaining kind of where you're at. And then you go, just go balls to the wall for, for vacation, holiday season, whatever. And you gain five pounds if if you if that happens. I love that you're trying to maintain only for vacations. Like I'm not going to do that outside of vacations as well. Like (laughs) it's Tuesday. I'm going to eat my face off today. Yay! But but that's a vacation. But that's a day. I'm talking about literally doing it over a a course of time. A little more prolonged. Yeah. 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 
which yeah. we know happens pretty much every year on the holidays. 100%. And that's why I'm bringing that up. So the next, this coming holiday, is going to be your best holiday ever as far as this goes. This past one wasn't that bad either. Cause like, no, because you made, still of, made success, but you're yeah. going to show up at this holiday where you want to be. Now you got to just go enjoy knowing that come January 1st or 2nd or whatever, you just sort of get back on track. You're going to drop those five pounds that you managed to gain over the holidays, having a good damn time, maybe blurring your abs a little bit, and then you just get back after. Blurring your abs. <laughs> My abs are already blurred, <laughs> so uh, I well, don't we're know. We're not done working on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not. That's not very, I mean, that's never really... Uh, there I know it's not a big drive for yeah, you. Yeah, that but has never been like a goal for me. Like there has been moments where getting through this process where it's like, I'm going to look like fucking Adonis yeah. when I'm yeah. done. This is amazing. <laughs> look, I'll tell you right now, looking like Adonis is fucking miserable. Yeah, that's what I said. So you that's don't need why, that. But like, you'll, you'll have a, a relatively lean physique. You'll be able to see some abdominal. I already have some. I can feel the abdominal. Yeah. Like, that's I something feel, that I thought that was yeah. cool as I started working out more and more was that you really could feel the existence of your abs. Yeah. Like, regardless if you could see them or not, yeah, yeah. you really could start to feel that. It was weird. I have like an indentation like right underneath the ribs, like nice. right there. I can yeah. see, and I can feel it. And when a, on a non-bloated day, which that happens all the time. You know what I realized too was making me bloat a lot? I drink a lot of diet sodas. And Dude, so, diet sodas make me bloat too. Really? There yeah. was they days really where I drink like three or four of them because I was like, I, they're freebies. Oh, That's I how I was looking at them. I don't drink three or four a day anymore. Well, I would like in the, at e in the evening. I'm like I'm done eating for the day, but I just want some. I'm a yeah. I like beverages. I think though. they kind of mess up my I digestion a little bit. It's too. an oral I'm fixation. Sh- so yeah. I drink. I drank like three or four, and I'm like super. And I kept was like, what the hell? And I think I linked it to diet sodas. I really like now. There's, me there's out. been multiple multiple studies on whether or not artificial sweeteners fuck up your gut microbiome and your digestion a little bit, mm-hmm. and the the consensus is no. However, there are multiple people that find that they just get a little irritated, a little Mm -hmm. bloated. So so, this is one of those times where it's like, all right, I know what the studies say, but kind of fuck it because I know what works for me. Yeah, exactly. So I noticed that like if I have a lot of sodas, um, it kind of messes up my digestion a little bit. A lot of diet sodas. But I'm not going to have regular sodas because those are definitely not worth my time. No. Um, So if I have Uh, diet sodas. I mean, I do occasionally do that. It it fucks my stomach a little bit. And also, I think it gives me heartburn a little bit. Just an old person. Everything seems to just not go well for me. <laughs> I yeah. love it when a thirty-year-old says that to me. Right, but you're yeah. doing great, Chris. Right. Don't you ever sell yourself short. Yeah, so now short. I'm trying to do like a diet soda every once in a while. Like yeah. if it feels like I'm having a meal that requires a soda, like a burger or popcorn or something like you know yeah. those things that pair with soda that I have to have. I I do like to generally I'll have like one diet soda in the evening where it is post dinner and I am starting to feel a little snackish because I am kind of winding down to some TV or something. I don't. Yeah, what coffee. is it about watching TV that makes you want to eat snacks? It's a thing. For me, it's it's if I'm sitting around, chance to sit down and watch TV. And so, if I'm sitting down, no matter what, (laughs) I start to feel like I need to to snack. So, if I'm being productive, my hunger levels are all good. I know, isn't that weird? It is weird. I really do. I freaking hate that. Every day, I hate that. Every day, I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So, tangentially, a little off this, and then go back to what you had said earlier. Tangentially, go to emotional eating foods. I mean, You're, so gummies, uh, but gummies are kind of your go-to for everything, right? They kind of are. So gummies are, are a pervasive snack thing that I need to have. Yeah. So but is that that's something that just fulfills you? I enjoy so, like, gummies, you, but no, yeah. if I'm if I'm really feeling like emotionally distraught, I'm probably gonna go to a grocery store and order. You know, or buy one of the big soft pies or some cookies. shit, or soft, soft top cookies. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if Whoa. I'm at that spot, 
I don't stop with just one item. So I will eat an entire pie. I will get like the whole 10 thing of soft top. The soft top cookies are just killer. Soft top cookie? What's a soft top cookie? They're almost like the top of a muffin. That's what I was going to say. But like a little, but but more dense. Oh, they are phenomenal. There are no better cookies in the history of cookies. We should maybe not have had this conversation because now I'm going to figure out. I definitely won't tell you that Kroger in the bakery section. Oh, man. And that the pumpkin chocolate chip ones are. The pumpkin chocolate chips. They are just. That's a hard, that's a loaded question. I do not keep my true comfort foods in my home. No, oh, no, you can't. Hell I would eat it no. all the time. That would be terrifying. Yeah, right. I would probably say like a blueberry muffin is like. I do like blueberry really? muffins. Love a blueberry muffin. I don't okay. like the, oh, those that. huge ones that are just sold like in bulk. I like a bakery type. Big ass blueberry muffin mm-hmm. that is, you know, solid ingredients. And I love that we call them muffins when essentially they're just cupcakes. Yeah, it's really Are what they my though? problem is that cupcakes have icing and I fucking hate icing. So no that's one sells difference. icing less. Is that cupcakes? the only difference? That's not the calorically that's the only difference. Yeah, it's true. Touche. Yeah. True. Yeah. So if anyone was ever producing just uh, icing free cupcakes, I would buy that. But since they're not, muffins do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you hate all icings? Um Yes, some icing. Because I'm not hate. a buttercream guy. I do some not like, like buttercream. Butter no. Or the cream cheese frostings. Yeah, like. cheese frosting is the best. The of the but, best. but I'm with you on most frostings too. They're the either they're way suck. too thick on there. It's way too much. That's not what I'm looking for when I'm eating a cupcake. Yeah, I don't. I want, want that. the icing. I really don't like those cookies that they stuff full of icing. You yeah. and Casey would be able to eat an entire cupcake because literally he just eats the icing oh. off the top. Oh, and then leaves he the rest. He completes me. He does. That is that's my three year old, by the way. Well, yeah. All right. 15 more years. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait it out, Chrissy. Then you can share out. cupcakes. You can <laughs> eat my cupcake, cupcake toppings. Down, yeah. Yeah. So, so I just I just throw that shit into the trash can generally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll I mean, scrape some of that off. Yeah, generally. I'll scrape some off occasionally. My mom Especially makes butter me cream. cupcakes. I'll scrape it off. I don't want to waste it. So then I'll just eat it and then I eat the cupcake. without anything? A naked cupcake. A naked cake? A cupcake. Oh. No, that doesn't work, does it? sounds so bad. So a my go-to... Cake? Yeah, what's your go-to? My go-to's change. Like, ice cream is one of them. Oh, and I've talked so about good. this numerous times. That, like, Especially now with the mentality that I have of, like, I'm trying to allow myself to just satiate on whatever I've eaten. Yes. Um. So instead of trying to buy, like, a half gallon or only eat one little bowl out of it, I'm like... I know there's more in there. I just want the rest. Yeah. I just want to, and then I'm fighting that emotional battle all so the you time. Just, you buy the so pints. So I buy pints. Yeah. And then I can devour a whole pint. And then I'm like, well, that pint's gone. So that's good. That's smart. There, there is a closure thing there for, yeah, for people totally. too. So, so having portion sizes is huge. Especially through this process. Yeah. Had I, like, I might be better at it once I'm, like, now. I haven't tried it now, getting like a half gallon or whatever, having the ice cream in it. I have gotten half gallons that, that have been in the fridge, but it's like the kids' ice cream or right. stuff like that. Like, So I haven't even been tempted on that kind of thing. But I know for me, once I pop, I can't stop. Thank you, Pringles. Mm-hmm. Um, especially <laughs> on... So I buy the Halo Tops is what mainly what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, they're light ice cream. I just, um, I, I couldn't get into them. It just didn't have, have the, the flavor of texture light that I wanted. Apparently. No. Apparently they have improved their shit. They have so two like different. They're and less terrible. It was so texture key, for me, yes. I think. Yeah. So that, it's, they have a keto one, which is like. Sad? Frozen powder is what it feels like. I pretty much keto almost. everything. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah, that is a conversation for another time. I like some keto bars and stuff like that I've had because they're pretty good. But anyway, um, the the Halo Top, they have like a keto version that it's... Garbage. Cr- yeah. it's. I mean, it's all right. It, it works for me, um, especially because that one's the one that's usually a little less 
calories. Right. But they have a light ice cream, it's called, and it's just a less dense ice cream. Mm -hmm. And that works really well because it's ice cream. But it's just, it's like fluffy ice cream. And I can devour a whole half pint of that. Have and feel you ever good. had Nick's? Try Nick's, man. Try to find some Nick's. Nick's? I don't know. Nick's ice cream that. is there. It's very low calorie and it's wipes its ass. I have with to Halo check. Wipes. <laughs> Speaking of recommendations that you had, that G Hughes. I finally Bro, bought G a bottle Hughes. of G Hughes. Yeah. Oh, man. That stuff Yo, is clutch. The sweet and spicy clutch. Uh, barbecue sauce. So good. Like to the point where I was like, this it is tastes better just than regular ass barbecue sauce. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, it doesn't taste like you're sacrificing anything at nope. all. It's just I was the like, sugar. This is delicious. Basically, barbecue sauce has a bunch of sugar in it. This is barbecue sauce with sugar substitute, and right. it's delicious. It is so good. I was really impressed. The G Hughes, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like my new fave. Write that down, people. Yeah. G Hughes, and he's like smirking on the bottle too. Uh, so like, you know yeah. he's hiding a tasty secret. He mm-hmm. is. He is right on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really hiding. It's on the bottle to say "eat me." Like you know what I mean. So that's not much hiding. Um, but yeah, the G Hughes was huge. So thank you for that mm-hmm. recommendation. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Michael. Uh, a pun intended. So now I'm here, Mike. You Here's are Here's where here. we are, and this is why we're here today. And this is where we redefine your success. Wherever so you go, how do there I... you are, you guys. I you know? like everybody else. <laughs> do I know else... you? No, but that's where you are. You're there. <laughs> I, like everybody else who has listened and is listening to this podcast, has lost weight before. Yeah. And then gained it all back because we hit our oh, goal. Oh, yeah. And once you hit your goal, you're like, cool, I'm done. Wait, it's yeah, it's not cool only if that's how it worked, but it ain't. It, yeah. It's not only that though. A lot of people will hit that goal more often than not doing something extreme. But let's say they didn't yeah, go yeah, extreme, yeah. but they managed to hit the goal doing whatever. But they didn't establish a lifestyle or learn something, and that's the problem with the extreme fixes. You'll get there. The science of of fat loss and or weight loss is calorie restriction. Beat the shit out of your body in some of those things, and the people who survive P ninety X most don't. Sure, they lost weight and changed their physique, but you learned nothing. What do you do again? Do P90X again now? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Did so, that once. <laughs> I, I, was in, I was in phenomenal shape and like the, the prime of my rescue swimmerhood when P90X came out. I was like, I'll give this a go. I'll tell you right now. Awesome. I was like halfway through that. I'm like, fuck this shit. I prefer traditional working out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cardio in it. It's cardio the whole is thing the part, is cardio, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So I actually, the part of it that I, we did, Peter, I, I mean, everybody and their brother and sister did. Oh, PRDX. yeah. So, but the ones that are, I hated yoga, I'm just not a yoga guy. I don't like, maybe now that I'm thinner and I can move a little bit, but I was like, so st- like I couldn't do anything. I'd fall right. over. I was like, this sucks. And I have like spurs on the front of my knees. Mm. So I can't like I used to get in trouble in gym class in high school and stuff because they would be like kneel on the gym floor and I can't, like I'd have to like turn a little yeah. and they're like no on your knees I was like I can't do it they're like you can get down on your knees and I'd have to sit on these bone t- like if you feel it there's a little piece of bone that sticks in the from both of my knees and I was like on what's pe- the name for that I can't remember what oh, it's called oh man it hurts so much on a gym floor but anyway so yeah, like I can't do tough. I can't st- I can't be on my knees and for yoga you got to be on like the one knee and stuff all the time and I have to have like a really thick mat. Squishy mat. But that makes it harder. The squishy mat does make it super hard to balance. Yeah. That's why yeah. So that's why I hate yoga. That's part of why I hate <laughs> yoga. But the one thing out of the PRNX that I did like that I used to do was the like the Thai Bowie type thing. Like I like the punching and kicking and that's yeah. kind of thing. That's adorable. <laughs> I'm just saying I liked it, Michael. And I'm saying stuff, Michael. you're adorable. 
adorable. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Using your tie bone punches? Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I learned how to fight. You <laughs> You're the one who said you were going to accost me. <laughs> I'm just saying that that was one that I enjoyed. Like no, that one I enjoyed. I get it. I get it. Um, so, so bring it but, back around. Yeah. You're right. Once, once you get roughly where you want to be yes. or when you get to the point where the, the thing you've been focusing on the longest is that scale change, the, the body fat changes. So that's going to slow down a bit now. And, and that's just science. So you want to put that simply. The smaller you are, the leaner you are, the less calories your body burns just to stay alive. So when you were 246 pounds, your body was burning you know, or needed 3,000 plus calories just to be you. Now at 185-ish pounds, your body is burning like 2,500 calories or needs, sorry, just to be you. So one, the deficit has to change, or That's you have what to my accept slower. Is about, about the twenty five hundred. I, right I now? just threw that out. All right, well, don't just throw numbers out like All that right, because like, you I, got me like what twenty five hundred. So he what meant fifteen hundred. So yeah. So <laughs> for, reality, what would for the for the workouts that I prescribed you and the step goal that I've given you? If you're hitting the step goal and the workouts. By the way, did you see this weekend? I did. Was that a good or a I bad? Hit all mm-hmm. my okay, step good. goals. Good. My step. So part of it has been that. Again, I said this on the pod before. I didn't want to lose any more calories. Yeah, I wanted to keep eating. Very motivational. So also I wanted to be like, I knew also that I've done some emotional eating. So I was like, I need to make sure that I hit the the, the movement stuff. So So the the calculation I use for most people without running numbers or actually looking at physique is 13 times your body weight based off of the activity that I've given you. So a lot of calculators online will say 15 times your body weight is maintenance, just Blanket mm-hmm. yeah. um, for and for women, I think it's thirteen or fourteen. Uh, I use so you're thirteen. Calling me a woman is that what you just said? <laughs> no, I'm saying that I feel like way. a lot of those are off based off of um, given activity levels. It's about twenty five hundred because I'm actually like, damn, I'm good. I'm about one ninety. Damn, I'm good. I'm t- I'm, that's yeah. why I did out of one ninety, yep. and it's twenty four seventy. Yeah. So about twenty five hundred is about thirteen times my body. Wow, that's crazy because mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that's back to where I started. If I get to eat like that again, right. so, so here's that's the, so wild to so me. Here's it the seems thing. so you, wrong. You kind of can eat like that. So the closer you eat to maintenance, the more chance you have of body recomposition. If your protein is staying high, you can put on a little yeah. bit of muscle while you lose a little bit of body fat. But again, the, the process is slower, which is why opening with that is, is not as efficient of a way as, of, of doing things. It's certainly not as motivational too. If you're someone who's got weight to lose, 100%. it's a lot more motivational to drop pounds. So, yeah, because the mental side of like seeing the weight come off of you is a big driving force. Oh, and yeah. it's enough of yeah. a driving force to start to really instill some habits and, and brain pathways of chasing yeah. that, that success as far as that goes. Chicken tastes better when you're losing it, weight. It, it really does. does. It truly does. When yes. it's smothered in G. Hughes. Yeah, that's it. That helps. <laughs> so, at, so again, at this point, it's less about... The scale is, is a hard data point at this point. So you're going to see a quarter of a pound come off here, or half a pound come off here. Maybe no pounds come off for, for a given week. But if your strength is going up on lifts, if you are increasing flexibility, if your energy is high... Um, if you're starting to see some physique changes because you know you're eating at a little bit closer to maintenance every once in a while and lifting hard, those are going to be the driving forces of success. So you have to sort of shift the mentality to, to focus on things because if you're not focusing on a success data point, you will not continue on the path you're doing. And if you do, it's going to be way, way more of a grind because there's, there's people who are extremists everywhere. 
You know, mm-hmm. the, the person who is maintaining six-pack abs, male or female, year-round, those are the people that, you know, besides the one percenters that could literally do whatever the fuck they want, these other people are literally dialed in and eating chicken and broccoli and rice day in and day out. They eat the same yeah. thing every damn day. Yeah, They're they avoiding social out. situations. They are not drinking alcohol. And that's just not what you want. Well... It may not be. There are some people, again, who are extremists that have that mentality and they're like, if that's what I'm going to get, cool, I'm in. I'm in on this and this mm-hmm. this matters more. But for people like me that like that was like now that I'm close to that, that's why we even, quote unquote, stop the weigh ins and stuff is because I'm so much more comfortable with my body. Yeah. I don't. I, and like we've said on the pod before, like I feel like I have like a dad bod. I don't have defined abs. You can see the, as you put it once before, shadows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But shadow abs, yeah. My sh- the shadow that of sounds abs. like a band name or a book. No, shadow abs, maybe. I don't know, maybe. It sounds like <laughs> or, my reality, right? Or like now a, a ninja is. fitness book. Oh, but <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that being the reality that I'm in now, like I don't feel the need because, like, I enjoy my the having an alcoholic beverage every now and then, I enjoy being able to eat ice cream and eat other yeah. things and experiencing social settings and life and family. And maybe I just have a really, well, Christy's on the same boat with me, messed up f- food idea of love because of our families. True. So, I don't know why you guys but, keep ruling me out because I'm Italian. That's racist. Yeah. That's racist. You're one of them. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and your people. Italians um, eat. <laughs> They yeah, do. but the Italians do eat. I know. We just talk about it more than you do on the. Uh, on, no, on I the try. Pod. You just don't listen to me. What? See? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but so this idea of food is, is love, like, there is a different, like, it matters to me. Like, I want to be able to enjoy these things. And so this realm of being that dialed in is not something that appeals no, to me. No, me neither. And I, so. That's that's why I do so much movement, so I can still walk that line, still enjoy eating and, and being with people, but I need that professionally because that's what sells. You know, what, that's what people will label me as a professional from is my physique when some of the best physiques in the world are absolute garbage coaches just regurgitating yeah, yeah. shit. I mean, that's anything. That's advertising in general kind of yeah. deal. Um, but, yeah, like, so I have increased my steps. And the one thing with the, the step increase, too, is realizing, too, that I can do it. Mm-hmm. So we just took, I just took my, um, I said we, my my kids and I went to uh, Oatland Island, which is. Oh, I a, like Oatland. Yeah. It's a wildlife preserve. I still haven't been out there. Oh, you haven't? Yo, you should. Mm-mm. That's cute. You just walk around. I drive by it. I wanted to go out to it. I don't know how haven't. you feel about kids in general, but if you really want to experience it, Go with me and my kids because Aurora went to preschool there, and so she thinks she's a tour guide. She and went to preschool she goes, at Oatland Island. So they have a preschool program. I That's adorable. That. Yeah, and so she. I loves just imagine Aurora it. sitting with like a bunch of monkeys just in class. <laughs> well, they, one day a week they would bring an animal into the classroom and they would learn about it and uh, stuff. Like she got really? They would take I walks around. Do they ever bring like a, a wolf or a cougar in there? Yes, of course. No. Nice. Do, do they have preschool for grown for women? For grown women. <laughs> you can just go and see the animals. Ugh. I mean, so, but we walked around and I carried Casey for like half of it because he's got little legs. So, you know. I can't relate at all. <laughs> Carry me when we go, Victor. Yeah. His legs are a lot littler than yours. Oh, and little tiny legs. Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't lift them weights. So uh, I carried him for a bunch, but I was able to walk. It, it, the whole... The whole lap around is, I asked them after we finished, I was like, this was long. How far was this? (laughs) 
one and three quarter miles. All right. Is the, the it's a trail. a long time to be carrying a 30-something-year-old. I didn't carry him the whole time. I probably carry him over a mile, though. Yeah. I had him on I, my shoulders. It might be time for you to invest in a weighted vest. I don't need a weighted vest. I have kids. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Touché. I've literally been carrying him a lot. So we've been doing activities. Like, I, I talked about the Monster Jam thing I yeah. took to him the other day. And I carried him a bunch for that. I probably carried him at least a mile there, too. And so... I'm doing the steps, but also I'm doing these steps with weight. What's right. nice is that he's his own progressive overload because he gets getting, he's going to get bigger. That's yeah, true. He is. He's know? 31 pounds technically Woo-hoo. now. So, you know, I added an extra pound to my progressive overload. Um, <laughs> but what I was saying is like that I can do that now. Yeah. Right. And getting into the mentality of being able, because you still go, and I show up and I'm like, dude, I do not want to carry you this whole time. I'm going to be so tired. And then I carry him like, I mean, I'm tired, but like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. It is cool it. to be We're able cool. to do things and accomplish things that you know full well you probably wouldn't be able to do at a at that you know your starting weight but and you're more yeah, like or at the very much, least that you could weight. do but you would have been grinding through like the the, it's the discomfort you it, had yeah. on the front end when carrying your child you've mentioned a year later now carrying around it's like nothing at this point yeah and so change, but changing your mentality yeah. is a big piece of that so. In changing your mentality moving forward of how to train, you also have to be able to change your mentality of like what you're capable of because that changes what you then do. You can't look at life the same way. Um, I have, I mean, I'm 41 now. We started this when I was 40. And so I had 40 years of, well, I wasn't overweight the whole time. So, but 25 years of being overweight. Most of your adulthood. Yeah. 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 Most of my adult life of being overweight. That I'm now combating with one year of be not even one year, right? Like months. Yeah, absolutely, you really have to realize that like you had this mentality of like I can't do these things. Yeah, you know, and like now it's it's kind of fun. Now you get to try a bunch of things that you maybe felt like you couldn't do before, and things that I wanted to do that I was like one day I'll get there, one day I'll get there. I'm like, well, today's the day. Yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, I've taken the kids in a soccer ball and frisbees, and we went to the Y, and we were running around throwing the ball, throwing the frisbee, and I'm like. I'm not winded after five <laughs> minutes. I'm running around with them. We're having a good time. I'm teaching them stuff. I was like, this is all the things that I wanted to do as a parent. And I was like, well, one day maybe I'll get my butt in gear, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's go, butt. You're in gear. Yeah. Come on, here we go. <laughs> and I'm doing them now. And the part of the catalyst was the idea of Mike was saying about like, I need to get my steps up. Yeah. And this. I'm like, well, why, why not you know, just go? Using the kids mm. was a clever movement because, you know, kids move. They run. You take them somewhere yeah. and let them run, oh, they 100%. run. You know, So like now you've... Got that's that's even yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I started focusing on steps, any errands or chores or mowing the lawn or going to the grocery Taking store, the parking further walk, away, whatever. like it makes it that you're like, okay, I'm going to go do my errands now because I have to get these steps in anyways. I might as well be productive while I'm doing it. And now I do goofy stuff like on top of that, like I'll have errands, like I'll have the kids and we... I had to go to the grocery store or something, and I know I need, like, these three things, but I'm like, well, let's go check this out, and I'll, like, purposely back and forth the grocery mm-hmm. store instead yeah. of, like, aisle by aisle like yeah. I used to yeah. just because I'm like, well, let's go back to the other side. Let's go back to the other side. <laughs> so I walk more while I'm in there, and because I have per- still have, quote, unquote, purpose of, like, picking up stuff in this, it doesn't feel like you're adding so many steps. I used to joke with my mom, um, sort of joke. We used to do these family weight loss challenges. We would all lose a couple pounds during the process and then immediately gain it all back. (laughs) Um, And during the process, I would be like trying to get my mom to go for a walk or even still to this day. I'd be like, mom, we're going to go for a walk. We're going over to the Y or we're going to Oatland. Do you want to come with us? And most of the time she's like, no, I can't really walk like that, blah, blah, blah. I'll ask my mom, hey, 
we're going to go to the mall and go look for clothes for the kids. Oh, yeah, I'll come. Shop. She walks five <laughs> miles like it's nothing. <laughs> She'll sit down occasionally. She's like, oh, I'm a little tired. And I'm like, all right, well, we want to go to the store. Oh, you're going over there? Okay, yeah, hold on. Give me a second. I'm coming. And then she walks over <laughs> and she's going and she walks all of this thing like it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. You got to find the thing that kind of, you know, what is something you will walk for? But right? that's like, a really expensive way to get my mom motivated because we have to go shopping all the true. time. Truly. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, that just means she needs to be entertained while she's walking. It's easy to walk around places where there's plenty to see, plenty to do. You've got a purpose. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So most older generation are not listening to a lot of podcasts or audiobooks or, you know, things that are going to keep you mentally engaged while you're moving. Because I, I can't go for a long-ass walk without something that keeps my mind going. My ADHD would tear the whole, uh, you know... I don't know, something down? I'd throw a wall. The world? Yeah. The maybe. whole world, maybe. Michael? I mean, I don't know about the whole world. I'm a little bit of an underachiever on tearing things down, but... Or yeah. a little tiny <laughs> island? But I think the, whole, the lesson out of this whole thing is find what motivates you. Yeah. Find yeah. that thing that gets you moving. Absolutely. For me, it happened to be with the kids and sports. I, was, I played sports forever, and I wanted to get into that stuff. And so it was exciting to do that or, or seeing their faces light up. We went to, like I said, when we went to Oatland, seeing them get excited about the animals and being yeah. able to like mess around. And my son would have never made that entire loop unless we took a stroller. Right. And I didn't take a stroller and he wouldn't have made that whole loop walking. We would have had to cut it off. But because I can carry him now for most of it, we were able to do so much more. That's awesome. And it was just exciting to be able to add that experience. So we did that whole thing, went to the car. I had taken food and snacks, but I purposely left all that stuff in the car and didn't bring a backpack so that we'd have to walk back to the car. So we got to the car. We took a break. We ate, had snacks, had, drank water, and then we went back and they and over and they played in they have like a mud kitchen, and my kids love the mud kitchen. So we went back. They played in the mud kitchen for 15, 20 minutes, and then that we left for the day. That sounds gross. What is a it mud a kitchen? Yeah. It's an outside play kitchen that has water and dirt. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of... It's kind of genius, thing. Yeah, it's kind I of guess, clever. to it keep kids entertained. A, I don't it know. Cost the, them a thing. The cleanup yeah. after sounds clever. atrocious. There's no cleanup. They, it's outside, and they just leave all this. I stuff meant for there your children. They don't get muddy and dirtier. Um, they were pretty good about it because I was like, I didn't bring extra clothes for you, so if you get stuff on you, you're gonna have to deal being dirty. And they were like, What? <laughs> I was like, That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. That's on you. Yeah. If you, how about we just not use water and you just play with the dirt? <laughs> like you don't need the just water. Play with dirt. That's genius. Just really being bringing it back to the olden days. Yeah. So they were digging. One of those like hoops when you hit it with a stick, it rolls or something. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> so old. Um, yeah, but back to the thing. Find the thing that works yeah. for you, and that yeah, could be totally. like, look. Some people are like huge video game nerds, and like they don't go outside and they don't do anything. But you know what? There's even video games now that you can play. Like you can get VR video games, and you can move. You can, but you, you know? could also do what I do, and I rehooked my Xbox up where in the gym where I'm on the treadmill. Yeah, you could treadmill. And I've, game. I've treadmill played video games, or on the same note too. People don't realize that you just have to add a little bit of movement. If you like to play a lot of video games and you're not really leaving the house, there's times in between where you finish a quest or you're, you're waiting for the next battle to start. Knock out some fucking push-ups. It's going to take 20 th- seconds of your time to do something that's going to allow your body to start progressively overloading. But if you're, if you're, the choice is easier for you to be like, nah, I'll just wait for this to go on. Or I've- do 20 fucking push-ups. I feel like that's a harder sell, and here's I why. I agree. 20 push-ups sounds awful. Well, just in general. Well, it's not 20 push-ups for you everybody. Have to, it's you have the ability because like the fitness thing really matters to you. You're talking to people that the fitness thing doesn't matter to them, yeah. and now you're trying to convince them to get in it. Well, so hold what on. I'm you're say- you're hold- putting... All right, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. so what I, what, I, my, what I would say on that is that eventually that's a great idea. Yeah. However, starting out... I would say if you're a video game, I mean, I know nothing about video games, so I'm about to talk out of my butt here, but like, (laughs) I don't even know, like, 
Yeah. Is if there's a way, like, I know you can purchase almost most everything online and whatnot, but like go to the store and check out what games are there before you go buy something. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you can see it all online. I understand that. I don't care. Yeah. Do the act of walking to the store and walking into the store. You're still technically going for video game reasons, but find a different way and different avenue for it so that you can get steps in and, and in anything. Like, yes, I know people that do 90% of their shopping on Amazon and they never even go to a grocery store or they, or they do their grocery shopping online or like just get yourself outside and go do right. that. Like maybe not do the grocery shopping so you can get some walking around in. Yeah. Like, so, so here's the problem with, with lumping these good ideas in on, on everybody. Those are great ideas, but just like you said to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to apply to everybody, but Agreed. you're also lumping me into the category of, of fitness is important to me. It's not that. I mean, I also just look at you and figure <laughs> See, it out. This is the thing. Is People important. look at me and think it just comes easy. Oh, it's easy. This is your priority. So you just sort of go do it. Well, I don't think it comes easy, but you've built those things in I, already. I have, but I would also rather not have to work out. You know, I don't, I'm not waking up super stoked to go hit the gym, hit 12 to 15,000 steps, eat on track. No, but people will look at the fitter people in this oh, world yeah, and assume that yeah, they absolutely. love it, that it's super easy. And some of them probably there do. There are some people that love, I mean. For sure. I mean, I don't hate yeah. it. So, you yeah. know what I mean? There's days where I love it. I had a great workout yesterday. It so was awesome. But in in terms of adding the exercise to the video games, it's not that it has to be done the whole fucking day. Because as you know, you don't have to work out the whole fucking day. Mm -hmm. But if 20 minutes of your day is a new step where you play video games on the fucking little walk pad or treadmill that you can get pretty inexpensive these days. Yeah, walking or, pads that fold up and they slide under your couch. Yeah, man. Like, or three to shit. four max sets of push-ups in between some of those things, and then you're done for the day. So there is a small change that has to happen, but it's not like you're going to be doing it all fucking day. Yeah. There, it comes with the realization that if you want to age better, feel better, look better, be a more emotionally stable because that is an emotional you know release at that point is you get a few sets in you do the least amount of working out to force your body to adapt getting your brain also to function to realize that that makes a difference because there's a lot of people that like what the hell is that going to do yeah right. people think that that's right. not going to make yeah. a difference but it will you're hearing it, it right now it'll make a difference yeah. any movement that you can add will make a difference particularly uh, yeah. if you don't have a lot of fucking movement in your as life. long as it's more mm. than you were doing, doing initially before, yeah. if you were doing nothing initially it's easy that's why I just I just had an in-person training session with a, a guy who used to be in phenomenal shape. And so he's thinking he has to come back in five, six damn days a week. I'm like, no, guy, we got you two, two days a week, daily undulating periodization. Let me run you down on that. And he was, he was out of the fucking gym in six sets of exercise with three minutes of rest in between each. He's like, that's, that's all I got to do. But he was also complaining about, oh, my chest is going to be sore tomorrow. And so it's, you, can, you can make a lot of yeah. progress with a very little as long as you are, are working more harder and more intensely than you were prior to that moment. And if you're doing nothing, guess what? It yeah, I mean, if you're doing much. nothing, don't jump into P90X, right? You're not going to want to do that. Did right? that or did beach that, body or it's, any of that it's garbage. It's unrealistic, right? But, like, look, there's games for the Switch that has, like, a little ring, and it's a fitness-related yeah. game. And you know what? It's fucking tiring. Do that. Do it. You don't even have to complete a whole level. Just do a little bit of yeah. it. You know, there's... 
the VR games with the lightsaber and the, yep. you know, and you're moving your arms around. Like, that is movement that you weren't doing before. Like, you got to find I, I, the little I, tiny bit of movement. Even if yeah. it's jumping on a trampoline for two minutes. <laughs> Which, you know? that's really all you need it's on a trampoline. It's really fucking Good exhausting God. a trampoline, let me tell you what. <laughs> I've, I've also found sometimes, too, if I'm not looking to be real active while playing video games, I just stand up while I'm playing. Sure. And I'm honestly even more comfortable than, like, the slight neck pain you'll get from mm -hmm. lounging too far back on the couch and playing or, or whatever. Like, just fucking stand up and play for a little while. So mm -hmm. I play a lot of games on my phone. I don't do... I don't have a video game console. Yeah. I play, like, the... <coughs> old. Stupid. <laughs> I am old. I got two kids. They have video games. That, play, that does. You age know, we you. still play the Wii. Yeah, that's old. The Wii is Wii great. I love Wii, Wii sports. Yeah. yeah, I still bowling. have an old Wii. We play. We do bowling. Aurora was thrilled the other day because she's got a couple strikes on her own now. So, yeah. All grown up. My favorite is Huge. Wii archery. That's that's always been my favorite yeah, one on that. So fun. they have. We have on there the, the on the Wii resorts. The, and I like we resort, it has yeah. the sword fighting. The kids love that playing. One's you should see the two of them play the sword. Oh, Casey bet. does spins and stuff while he's doing it because he's so into it. He's just like, <laughs> they had, it's wild. I think it's the PlayStation, but they had this like beach volleyball. Yeah. Or maybe oh. it wasn't beach, but it was volleyball. But you could play with like four people on your so Everyone's just in the fucking living room and jumping up and down yeah. like That's a bunch hysterical. of idiots. And it was really fun. Yeah. That game was funny. really fun. So, but yeah, so I play games on my phone. So what I've done is like standing pace. up, but pace? pace it. Yeah, I good. pace while I'm yeah, doing it. pace while you're doing anything. You scroll on TikTok, And I'll tell pace. you what, having a tracker on my watch makes a huge difference because I'll look and be like, I'm at 5,900. I'm getting that freaking 100. I'm getting over go. six. Yeah. And then I'll get over six and be like, sweet, I got it. And then the rest of the day happens and I'm at 68. I'm like, I, I need to get this. I'm just going to walk around until I get to, and I'll just stand in place even or whatever yeah. I got to do to get, because mm -hmm. That's been a, a big inspiration for me is seeing the number on there oh, absolutely. and be like, I'm going after that number. I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm only, I'm almost there. I can't not get, because I've had days where that's happened mm -hmm. where I've ended at like 69.90 and I'm like, son of a bitch. God damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And that's yeah. why it's, it's okay to be goal-oriented because it comes with positive results. So a lot of people look at that and be like, that's obsessive. You're walking in place. Well, but little but goals. It, it's and having like, goals, and it, it, it pushes you towards your, your bigger goals at the same time. And it's fun. Like, I, I, it, it does, and it becomes fun, too. And it becomes goofy because you realize how ridiculous – like, what the hell does that 100 steps, like, who cares if that's 6,900 or, <laughs> or 7,000? But I care in that moment. Right. And so I'm like, I'm going to freaking get it. It's yeah. 100 steps. Here and we go. And you know what? There's a lot of games like Pokemon Go. People rag on Pokemon oh, Go. But yeah. you know what? People were moving. When that they first came moving. out, I, I played the shit out of that. People were walking everywhere. It was nuts. You know? Yeah. They had, There's like, a Mewtwo nearby? I think Pikmin Bloom is another one of game, those like kind of phone games. It's a Pikmin. You know Pikmin. The little, they're like little, little funny um, colored dudes. No. No, you don't know Pikmin? Anyway, uh -uh. people out there will know Pikmin. So I used right. to do this. Gotta Mike, people we out talked there. about this earlier, about how I used to do the three, the bare essentials, the, th yes, the top yeah. three. Yeah. Chris, I'm going to hit you right now. <gasps> All right, okay. What are your top three movement-oriented games? Okay. I love that. Um, man, That's I have wonderful. More than three. I have several. Okay, um, top five. Give me okay, your top okay, five. Okay, Mo so there's the Ring Fit. That's a Nintendo Switch game oh. that has like this ring that kind of offers you some resistance. So you do a lot of like squeezing it or pulling it, and then like they also it also has like a thing that's strapped to your leg, so you are doing other movements. Thigh so, masters. Like, you kind of like run through the game level, right? And then like yeah. you fight little mini bosses, and then there's like a big boss, and you have to like do lots of different phases of things to beat them. And you can kind of like 
you know, they'll give you a choice of a few things. You'll be like, okay, I'm going to do squats this time. You do a bunch of squats, and then like you do whatever, squeezing. or So that one's kind of nice. cool. That one's fun. It is yeah. fun, and it's pretty exhausting. Um, definitely would give you, if you are someone who doesn't do anything, for sure. And it's cool because you're playing a video game. Yeah. That one's fun. Um, I have another, so I have the PlayStation um, VR. So anyone who has any kind of VR... The VR is fun because you're, you know, your arms moving around and it could be the lightsaber game or there's a whole new VR company on Instagram that I just saw that's like very fitness based. So it, the whole game is about moving. Oh, I think Generally, I've seen that. Generally, it's moving to beats and rhythms, which is helpful, I think, for most yeah. people, you know. Most people it, get involved to work out with music. As yeah, it, is, so it does. And it kind of just like, you know, you have like to DDR? move. You got to hit. You, yeah, exactly. You got to hit the beat. Yeah. Right. So it makes you And move. if you're focusing on something that heavily, it puts you very present moment. You're it not does, thinking about yeah. being bored or, or where you're at. So yeah, that's like, awesome. I gotta, I'm going to beat this level. Yeah. I have another one that I fucking can't remember the name of it. I don't know if they still make it, but it's... Um, it's an exercise bike, and it has um, triggers and, and stuff on it. Yeah. So it's a bunch of different games that you're controlling something based on the movement of your legs and your of, and the buttons. So, like, it's a helicopter. You have to pedal to make it go up. Nice. You know, it'll come down, and you, and you can also shoot stuff. And then, you know, they have, like, tanks, and they have, obviously, a bike version. Um, That's genius. So it's cool. It's like you're yeah. racing, so that kind of motivates it's, you. It's nice seeing stuff. companies that are out there trying yeah, to get people cool. to move more. That's fantastic. Cool. At the gyms, even, like, I... <clears throat> I'm so out. I mean, like I just talked about the Wii. I'm so out of the video game realm. Like, yeah. you guys started talking about video games, and I space occasionally because, like, it's literally another language to me. Yeah. Well, I, those I are know... games, but they're video based. Oh God, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, but I've seen in the gym that the, a lot of that, like, that's a very big motivating factor, I guess, for a lot of people because they they've had. Uh, treadmills and bikes and stuff that have games yeah. on them that you can compete against other people or do this yeah. or you could see your old run like it's a video game type screen and you're and you you have your own code and shit but like your your last ride is there in a shadow and you're trying you're to catch the, yourself, you're chasing right? your yeah. old ride oh, or right. you're trying to beat yeah. that or like against somebody else who's like Across the town, ta- like your friend, yeah. Yeah, and you really see do them make the whole riding, competition and you're like, thing happen, you know. Yeah, I had a hydro, and it was kind of like that. You could see where you were, like real time, and where you ranked and stuff, which I was kind of cool. Um, yeah, the other one that I really, like I have a VR boxing game that's super fun. I have that nice. both for the PlayStation's VR and the Switch is not VR, but there is a boxing game. It's got I got like my little handles, and they've got a little attachment to it that lets your fingers go through it. So like you're actually holding them in your hands, like you're and you and you. And, and that's you for what system? So there's one for the. PlayStation and there's also one for the Switch. I, so I've been like wanting fit, to get into the Oculus. Oculus. The thing about the, the Switch, Switch like, is cool. Yeah, I have a Switch. I don't know a lot about it yet. Oh, you do? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, there's other things out there now, like the Steam Deck, which is like pretty fucking cool. I've contemplated a Switch because of the kids. It's fun. What I oh. like about the Switch is that. It's mobile. It's kind of everything I wanted it to be when I was a kid you with a Game Boy. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it to be. When I was, you know, as a kid, you could just you dock it, and then boom, it's on your TV. You grab it, and you can just go with it. The controllers are nice because they're little, and you can put them into one and make a big controller, but you can take it apart and make lots of little controllers. Yep. You can get your pro controllers if you want, more of a realistic controller kind of situation. And you can kick its little kickstand out and use it as a screen. So if like you're on a road trip or something, the kids can have a screen and then they can have their remotes. I don't know. It's just cool. Yeah. yeah. That is cool. Yeah. That's a switch? Or yep. Yeah. yeah. That's a switch. It's a switch. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking I'm, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm so out of, so when when this reality actually happens, I know I'm interrupting on your top five. No, I, apologize. I think I've nailed them all. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good list, though. Yeah. That was a cool, but 
I'm gonna definitely uh, chat with you guys about video gamey things for sure because I literally have no idea. Yeah, I've yeah. been out of it so long. Yeah. Like even the games now, like it's not even fun. Like there's a part of me that's like, oh, I have some time. Maybe I'll play. What are they playing? What is this? <laughs> like my buddy's talking about games. I'm like the amount of hours that I would have to put in because like I hate sucking at stuff too. I'm like I am not one of these people that just I just enjoy playing. No, I got to be good. I got to be decent enough that I can compete. Yeah. That's what I hate about golf. That's why I don't ever golf because I never put a ton of hours in and I'm terrible at it. And they're like, oh, it's all about drinking. And I was like, if I just want to drink, I'll stay at the bar and drink. How were you at fitness before you dug in? How about pool? How about the But I put the hours and the time in. 100%. I don't have the time There's or the no effort. no other way around into, it. Into, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to do that because right. I don't want to put the hours in. Right. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm and saying. And that's what sucks about video games is that if you're getting into some types of video games, you're putting in a lot of hours that don't have movement. You know, For video unless games, you're yeah, putting yeah. in, you know, unless you're truly only going to be doing some kind of a fitness based video game. You yeah. Know, yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if you're on the treadmill. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> are you on the treadmill? Yeah, I just don't, but I don't. I've only ha- fallen off the treadmill that's like two or saying, three though, times. I just don't have the only? desire to put those hours in. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, hear to you. get me, that me good. That's, at that's, it. Like, I'm just yeah. like, that's what I like about the Switch. Is generally like you know, not to knock Nintendo, but like Nintendo has games that require less skill. Generally. They're not as in-depth. Well, also, a lot of the games, too, you don't have to do the multiplayer. They're going to have a campaign to play through, which it starts you off with, like, a button and a power or whatever. So it builds you up, literally, and it's not going to be stressful. And you can start and stop whenever you want. Yeah, a lot of this, like, online stuff sounds so cool. But, like, I... the. The one that made me really just realize where I where I stood in the video game realm was that Fortnite that thing. Oh, I was like, oh, I put it on my phone. One, it doesn't play well on the phone. I I played it for a week and was like, I'm out. Yeah, and and two, even you're playing against twelve year olds that have been playing nonstop and can like build and shoot all at the same time. But that's purely a multiplayer online. But like my game right these days is Destiny Two, and it is online. You have to be able to log on. But you're, I mean, it's it's a first-person shooter, but you're murdering aliens and stuff. You have awesome powers. It's pretty cool. Sounds but like you, Halo. You can play, yeah, it's like Halo on crack. <gasps> yeah. I love Halo. Halo's phenomenal. I love Halo. I love Destiny more. <gasps> it's amazing. Don't tell me these things. I know, I'm sorry. But Ugh. you can play through the campaign. There is multiplayer if you want to do that, but I haven't even done multiplayer in a while because I'm enjoying everything else that's that's been going on. They just came out with a new expansion for it. Um, Yo, it's been so long since I've been in like into into video games that the online thing was like this extra add-on thing that we oh, had to yeah. buy, and it was like so different. Now for almost and every game, it's required like, yeah. to be online. Yeah, it's so wild. I still play some games since I'm a little girl, and I don't want a game where I feel like I'm going to lose constantly because I suck. Yeah. I don't have I don't have you know <laughs> that skill set. You consider where... yourself an avid gamer? Um, no, probably no. not. Avidish. I mean, Avid-ish, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I grew up playing video games, but then like they, they, you know, they have gotten a little bit more convoluted, and I don't want to put the time in to learn how to be good at them. Yeah, because it does take a lot of time. So I'll play a lot of games that are like happy. Like there's one I'm playing right now. It's called Summer in Mara, and it's just like you're it's your little first person thing you have all these little quests to do but like there's no really any pressure to do anything you're not gonna die there's no dying involved you no know? I, I like I the like pressure the dying. And, and I, I, I do just, too like, I like the pressure there's gotta be consequences yes yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> consequences. yeah that's how I live life right that's how I live life <laughs> just kidding so uh, we were talking about the redefining success. I'm going to pull us all the way back to there out of the video game <laughs> tangent World. that we went on to sorry guys um don't ever apologize about but talking about video games. But now that we're redefining where I'm going, how do I make sure that I don't fall into the same loophole and the same traps that I fell in before of like, especially like right now, 
life happens. I have, like I said, some emotional stuff going on and I've been doing some emotional eating. I've also worked out a lot less than I have. I haven't really done a full workout in it's been weeks. I've done things like I'll get under the, I'll, I'll do, I'll knock out a couple sets of pull-ups. Yeah. Or I'll knock out but a But that's couple. still a strength-based exercise. Yeah, and I'm still doing yeah. stuff to try yeah. to maintain because I'm like, I don't want to get back in the lifting mm-hmm. and be, have to start no. completely and over, which I'm still going to have to, like, I'm detrained a little bit. I, I, I know I am. I doubt you're detrained as much as you think you are. If you're still focusing on the compound moves, you're going to be just fine. If yeah. you're not doing the whole workout, fine. The bread and butter is the main compound moves. Do a couple of quality sets and walk the fuck away. Yeah. Whatever's like going to alleviate that, stress a, a little bit. I tried the, uh, Chrissy just hooked me up with a new oh, the safety squat bar. bar. Yeah. Yeah. Safety squat bar. So Describe I did. Describe what that looks like for people. Um, a torture device. <laughs> there you go. I was about to say, use colorful language. Yeah. It looks like it's something designed for torture. Um, it actually looks like a something that a horse would use to carry stuff around. That's what it a looks yoke. like. A yoke. A yoke. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. very horse savvy. It, you are very horse savvy. It has pads that sit on your shoulders with mm. like handles. So it's nice because a lot of times people struggle with the shoulder flexibility. The shoulder flexibility mm. and getting Me. the bar. I'm some people. I mean, I'm some people also. That's why I owned this bar. I've gotten there now. <laughs> um, and, you too uh, can get there. You too can get there. Um, yeah, and so it, a lot of times, it, you know, it hurts your shoulders. You can't quite get into the right place to be able to have the bar on your back and have it over midfoot and feel stable. Right. So this kind of is a little bit of a cheat to let you load yourself in a kind of a way that doesn't cause you any pain and, and, and stay, you know, well aligned and be able to do some some heavy squats. So to describe it a little, like it, it, that's exactly what it does, but it is built that it has the main bar that goes across. And I've noticed the main, one of the big differences too is that that main bar is way thicker than a normal mm-hmm. it's uh, a fat bar. Boy. Yeah. So the main bar that goes across is way thicker. And then it has two bars that jut out forward that are, uh, that are just on other sides of your head. So it's three bars that you're like, that's a terrible description. What is, what is the weight of that? Is it? I don't know, Michael. Go pick it up. It's probably around four. I would Maybe assume I it's will. around forty-five. I think it's Although probably it's, a little bit more than a standard bar. I was about to say, if you've know. got more metal on it, it's likely more than your standard Olympic bar. What brand is this one? Do you know? Titan? A Titan. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah. We'll it sounds like it's gonna take a long time. Um, I think it's a little heavier. If I had to guess, I did a set. Counting it as forty-five, assuming that it was maybe fifty-five. Which is fine, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is it called? Sixty-one-ish pounds, I think. Is that what it says? Yeah, I don't know. If that's going to be the new series or the old series, but I think that's roughly right. I mean, it makes sense. You got a thicker bar, and you got yeah. the metal that's coming out over your traps. Yeah. It. The it, here's the things that I I've used it once. Here's the things that I like and I do not like, so far after one use. Uh, <laughs> what I don't like on this setup that I have is it's the bars that are in the front are too long and it hits the wall oh, I see and I can't saying. get under it right. I have to get under it, lift it, and then lift it up, up the, the handle. Oh, interesting. Because it the, Mainly because I, ha- I have that PRX system, which by the way, PRX performance right. is amazing. You, could you come at it from behind? Yeah, squat facing the other way. I don't know. Maybe, it, probably, if I flipped it. Well, this was a trick question. You can come at it from behind. <laughs> this was a trick question. <laughs> um, but that, so I have the, because it's, I have a PRX setup, I have that bench that folds up into the wall and it comes off about four to six inches off, about four inches or so off the wall. 
And that extra four inches is kind of the difference. Right. So It usually is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're derailed again. Here we go. Yeah. So, but I guess I, if I if I turn and come the other, yeah, if I just came forward, yeah, yeah I guess I can. You do don't that even have to step very far forward because as you're squatting down, your body naturally lean, your upper body naturally leans forward, I'm so you're not going to hit was, the bars, and it still allows you to use the safety bars. I was worried right about there. my butt hitting the wall, but I guess it wouldn't do that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. I was able to do it the, facing the wall. Um, but, yeah, that probably makes more sense to turn around. So, but that it's was my like one. It's like I'm a professional. Have you done this before, Michael? <laughs> I might have. But Weird. that was my one, one thing because I prefer staring at the wall than staring out into I the get open. That. Me so, too. I get it. But Yeah, me know. personally. That, Work that's what on I'm your saying. shoulder flexibility and then you could put yourself in the corner <laughs> Woo, like you There you want. go. That's how you earn it back. The <laughs> other thing that I don't like about it is I have to buy new clamps. Because the clamps that I have oh. don't clamp. Hey, what clamps do you They have? don't close. The plastic ones. I don't use the clamps. Ones. You, okay, you do you. I'm going to do me. <laughs> I like the clamps because they don't like slide the and move. Yeah. I almost, so I, I shit, when I stepped back, it shifted a little and I felt the weight slide and I went, oh, oh, crap. Well, yeah, you got to not let it shift. You must be perfectly balanced at all times. Yes, perfectly balanced. Yeah. So I like Small, clips. smooth steps. <laughs> I like the clips. And oh, so they don't fit. Huh? They don't That's stay. Odd. That should have been more of a consistent I size. I feel like I thought that I did, but that I can't don't be right remember. because it's going on the same. I put it on and it they plates. slide right off. Even close. They're smaller. These oh. these bars are these are and smaller. They have a lot of room. When I Wiggle say room, they, when you yeah, put the plates you can, on, you that's don't have, super you can weird. Close the, you can close the clamp. Go check it out, Chrissy. You can close. I don't know the, where your clamps are. They're over on top of the the protector. What are they in disguised the as? The safety bars to the right. The safety squat. Oh, there you go. Black, I yeah. So <laughs> they keep it blend closed, in. and you can just slide it right on and off. Oh yeah, sure enough. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So it's way that. So the safety bar has smaller, uh, thinner round it's poles on it. It's called a, uh, not a collar. We did this before, Michael. Yeah. What is that called? What am the, I looking at? Where I can't off even mic see right now? But the the piece that that the clamps go on, the weights go on. What is that piece called? Oh, that's the. The flibbity what's it? <laughs> the flibbity what's it? He's a professional, folks. He's a professional. <laughs> he, he's um, done this it's before. It's not the collar. It's the... It's the thing with the thing. <sighs> Damn it. We it's not the collar? No, the collar is what you put on it. No. Nope. Mm. It's the sleeve. Is it the sleeve? Yeah, the that sleeve. That can't be right. That can't be right. Because yeah. it would be the arm, if anything. You put a sleeve over the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, jeez. So that those are my gripes on <laughs> this bar. Looking up the anatomy However, of a barbell. So I say those are the huh, things that I didn't like. It is like. called a sleeve. It Suck is. it, Damn Michael. It. <laughs> That's just because he never has sleeves. He doesn't know that word. That's is. true. He doesn't know anything. I can't even see. If something is a sleeve, I can't even see it. Can't it's even. like colorblindness, but for sleeves. <laughs> um, so, but when I finally got the weight on and the squat, I like it felt good. Good, yeah. Yeah, doing yeah. the actual squat with it. Um, I didn't do a lot of weight. So I'm interested to see what, when I get closer to what I've normally been working out with, yeah. what it's going to feel like. But it felt really good with what it had. I am the, some people where my shoulder, my left one in particular, hurts really bad. Um, I can have the weight high up on my neck. Oh, I just smacked my microphone. <laughs> I can have the weight. <laughs> I'm talking with my hands. Um, high up, like right on, on above my shoulder blades across. Um, but the when traps. you drop it. Drop it, drop it, little yeah. girl. Drop when it, you drop it lower, which is what's the different ones? The, so I have it on my traps. What's You're that You're doing called? a high bar squat versus a low bar squat. Correct. Is that the difference? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So when I tried to do the low bar squat, which I didn't realize that there was a difference when I started doing these squats, oh, yeah. he said low bar squat, and I it. This is now, what does that mean? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say, um, through this whole process, that is the toughest and craziest part for me. I feel like I was because so working with Mike. Um, he, he does all of the online training stuff and gives you these workout routines and gives you the fitness, but he was not in the gym with me. He would have, if I would have asked him, this was, I I, actually would have. Yeah. Yeah. I know you would (laughs) have, but I, I almost purposely didn't ask you in the pro in the beginning because we were doing the pod and doing all. And I wanted to have the feeling, the same thing. Like I was one of your other, like any other client. Yeah. But my other clients would at least video those lifts so I can see them and break them down, which is why I gave you the tripod in the first place. Oh, I got you. Damn. All right, so I skipped. It's a lot like I've thought of these things. Yeah. Yeah. So I skipped a lot of stuff, um, but th- even still, yeah. like having somebody who's actually there and guide you through. Because, like, I was saying to Becky, Becky had just asked me that she wants to start lifting more, and and she she was asking me to help her show her some stuff, and I was like, honestly, I was like, why don't you hit up Chrissy and have Chrissy show you some stuff? I know that you're the working professional here, Michael. That's true. Um, That's true. However, the difference is you're not a girl. And I think Becky would be, A, more comfortable with it. And there's stuff that I'm sure has to be adjusted that Christy does yeah, a little hair different. Yeah, and also, like, I think there's a difference in, like, you know, boys are just generally stronger, and they're going to like certain lifts probably more. And it's going to feel different if you... For I'd, sure. Like, we like, talked about the boobs. The boobs, When doing man. a thing, like, Mike can talk about it and add it, but he doesn't actually have that same struggle or, like, what to do. Mm-hmm. And you could say, well, I know it feels like, does it feel like this? Because that's what it felt like with me. Mm-hmm. Can you do... All right, so- listen. I have a lot of female clients, and I'm very good at coaching women. However, if Chrissy is comfortable coaching, then by all means. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, the, the, no, I'm luckily not... Luckily for me, yeah. Mike lives two doors down. So, like, when it comes to a point of, like, we have a question... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a Michael. Yeah. <laughs> we, you have a Michael. Yeah. So I totally <laughs> thought you were going to go Works from home a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> I thought totally you were going to go for a joke of, like, I'm very good with boobs. So I, I <laughs> totally it. thought that's where that oh, was going. That was a missed opportunity right there. I'd like to backtrack. I am good with boobs. <laughs> you can just edit that, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah I'll, Thanks, I'll smooth that out. Don't worry. Um, so, but yeah, uh, I don't remember what I was saying, but I do. Li- I do like the squat. <laughs> Shocking. This bar. <laughs> we get sort of. You talked about boobs, and I got the. We did. You did. It's you, weird. They're like three concentric circles. It's a bullseye. It's very <laughs> <laughs> distracting. Oh my god! You're gosh. an idiot. <laughs> so now that we're here. <laughs> Let's recap our point. episode. Yeah. Um, if you followed us so far Thanks. and you've gotten a bunch of success, we've had some people reach out to us recently who have had some success um, and awesome success. Josh, shout out to you, my shout man. Shout out to Josh. Yeah. Super, good. super proud. If you're online, check out Josh Johansson. He's a musician here out of Savannah. Ridiculously good. Um, so talented. Amazing. He's, as a musician, myself, there are definitely times where I sit and listen to people and I critique in my head because yeah. I'm always like, oh, what are the, I wish they would do this or that. But it's I find it personally, and maybe this is just of me and my own fucked up head, uh, find it very difficult to listen to a musician and just listen mm-hmm. and just be like in it and like be like, oh, I'm just loving it. Josh is one of those few people that I see locally that I hear him play and I'm just lost in him playing and entertaining he's just he's phenomenal his voice is incredible his guitar ability is incredible the the guy just puts on an amazing show and i i absolutely adore him so check out josh johansson 
Um, you can he tagged this on on online, so you can check out that tag because I have no idea how to spell your last name, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of S's and J's and H's, and I'm I'm just lost. Um, <laughs> Uh, You're right. There actually is a lot of those. There's a lot of of all that stuff. (laughs) But he's also done awesome. Um, He took some of the stuff that we had said and applied it to himself and put the work in and the effort in and has lost a ton of weight and is on an awesome track. Um, He recently put a shout out up and he said the word sustainable lifestyle. And that was the part that that really clicked. Yeah. 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 Because that's how I feel. I feel like this is sustainable now. Like I'm not doing something that is far fetched. I'm not doing something that was so extreme that I'm like, I don't know how I can keep going. I'm doing this saying, okay, cool. Now what do I got to do? Because uh, this was awesome. Yeah, this is not a six-week diet, right? This is a life change. No. And that's You're exactly why I wanted changing. to touch on this is now that I'm here, what's the mentality? The mentality is like, what can I do from here on out? And it's a lot easier to have that mentality going through the process the way that we went through the process. That. Uh, that Mike set us up on this. What did you call it? Flexible dieting? Is that the officially the official yeah. term? Is there a term for the way the workout? Like, is there that we do the two workouts of a week and that kind of like? Is there a term? No, nope. like that's that's just a training block that I came up with. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't know. Well, the, um, just the like I, I didn't know I'd... for about eight months that this was called flexible dieting. Yeah. In fact, I think I said that to Chrissy, and yeah, she was like, "Oh, episode. is that what they call like, it?" Oh. There, there are names. <laughs> yeah. There are names for some setup um, training blocks and and workout paradigms. And like I said, the the one I've used recently is a, a DUP, daily undulating periodization, which is what I, I believe I flopped you over to. Okay. And it's my favorite style of long term working out. Okay. So. Now here on out, like I feel like I can concentrate on like okay, what kind of lifts or this or that. Like yeah, absolutely. If you can get your ass kind of like more gym motivated now, that would be awesome. Yeah, and super beneficial, especially because through this whole process of even the working out, like I've said this in the past, but we do a block, a workout block, and I feel like I was just getting comfortable with those <laughs> workouts, and it's like, all right, here's new ones. Oh shit! So I just so, learned how to do this. Like so, so you congratulations, then you you've just now graduated to the daily undulating periodization all program. Right. So cool. the way this works is you can keep this one for a very very long yeah. time and you can again you just go in order of the workouts you're going to be changing from strength based to, to volume based to strength based to volume based so you'll go back and forth you get a little more variety you can substitute a little more things in as you like you're still mostly working on the main lifts but you you change from the less sets more intense heavier weight to a little bit more sets higher rep a little bit lower weight to really focus on on neural efficiency and, and efficiency of movement and putting a little more blast on the musculature to, to add with a little bit of muscle growth based off of what you're eating at any given time. The rest yeah, of it's yeah, going to yeah. come down to, to your nutrition intake. But So you get to go kind of back and forth. And on the, the workout that you do, the higher volume, you're not losing strength. You'll still even gain some strength at there. That strength just wasn't the main, main focus there. Yeah, I, I mean, not that I'm like super strong, but I'm like, I'm not... You, you say that, but compare how strong yes. you are now to where you came from. That person would consider you super strong. Yeah, and well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying... In terms of like, I know the comparing other people. But I'm saying in terms is the of the thief of joy. But I'm saying that if, I, I'm saying it in reference to the podcast that people who have no reference to what I look like, other than the one photo I posted mm-hmm. that of me being 246 pounds, I I'm not like throwing weight around like uh, uh, like I'm not beefed up or anything like that. But I feel like I'm pretty strong enough you that feel I can functionally do, strong, yes. right? Yeah, oh, I yeah. can carry my 31 and year old pound kid. That's what it's all yeah. about. That, that's still my to be goal. 
strong men generally they're probably not trying to compete in any i'm right. sure by by all means if you are fuck yeah yeah knock power yourself to out. It. but That's cool. you know generally i think a majority of the people who are on a weight loss journey or a fitness journey are trying to be functionally strong right and i think that you're definitely there you know oh, yeah. yeah and from here on out i think you know you can focus a little bit more on the gym that would be cool you know, definitely your diet should stay, you know, as as good as you want to make it. Really, you know how to do it now. But you know? you yeah. also get to be more flexible with that. You For just sure. know you need to stay under twenty five hundred calories if and you want to continue burning fat or get closer to building a little bit of muscle. And so we have me still set. I still have it set at eighteen hundred right. calories currently. And even these emotional eating moments that I've had mm-hmm. is I realized that like because I thought about that. I just like the first time I did it, I was like whatever. And then I looked at it. And I'm like. I barely ate over maintenance, and if I go back to 1,800, I'm actually still losing body right. fat. So, so, like, I really, like, let loose, but I have 700 calories of play. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is, and this is probably a good thing to do, is I can adjust your calories to maintenance with roughly a 20% variation. So you're still within the, the window of each. And that would be, you know, you eat between 2,000 2000 and 3,000 calories, essentially. As long as you've worked out on the day where you hit 3,000, you're going to put on some muscle. And on any other day you're below 2,500 calories, you're losing body fat. Totally in. I want to wait until I actually hit the 185 mark because I'm so effing close to that 185 mark. I've allowed myself, now that I know a lot more about it and stuff too, like when I've had tough weeks, just in general, recently, like in in life like tough weeks involving either like i like i just said emotionally or just tough schedule right where it's like i'm busy i'm on the road i gotta grab this or or have the kids i'm running around like crazy i don't have time to just sit and cook and make my own food for me and um or it's just easier to let them start with a bowl of cereal today yeah usually when i start with a big bowl of cereal like it's really tough to catch up the rest of the day yeah it doesn't get me full long enough either yeah that's what i mean it doesn't get me full long enough and it's a big caloric hit for on the deficit days that's why i use a protein shake over the cereal which helps find that if you're getting in the gym more you might find that you're more hungry and that's okay like you got to listen to your body right it's you know yeah once you've gotten to the point where you feel like you have hunger cues that you understand and that you can listen to well if you have a big gym day your body might ask you for more food right that's okay. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, I'm just at that moment where I'm like, you know, if I eat the maintenance this week, big deal. It's just a paused week. I'm not gaining any weight. And I'm not, but it does feel like you gain weight. And this is why I kind of wanted to touch on this. Because there are definitely, like, I know in my mind the math of it. Like, I didn't put on any body fat. Right. Even having this. Because I I knew I have all this space with the, uh, until I'm at maintenance. But I eat a lot more. So my gut content's higher. So like I got on the scale the other day and it was 192 and I'm, I was at 189. Right. And so to see 192, I'm like, oh, I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> and so like I want to not eat anything to get it all back down and be like, I really need to see where I'm at. I just want to see on the scale one time 185. Sure. And that, you know and, what I'm saying? And that's like, fine. But I, I think it's worth highlighting that this, this far on your journey – it's still an emotional hit to climb scale weight. Oh, for sure. It's I mean, still an emotional hit. If I not a big lasting one, but it is still one. So I think recognizing that because you're very logical, because you're data driven, like you do realize and you can temper that impact. But it's important for the people out there that are literally just starting this. Like that doesn't necessarily 
go away. It's just knowledge and consistency and, and practice tempers that impact so that you can push past much, much faster. I think I would have, like, like I said, we, uh, I had set up 185 at the beginning of this. Yeah. Kind of like frivolously. Like, fuck it, I'll put it out there, but yeah. look where you're at. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so now that I'm almost there, I'm like, I just want to see it. Like, I jo- I was like, ideally, but this will never happen. I ate 185, and now I'm like, <laughs> fuck, this is going to happen. And I've said this whole time, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. And I just want people, I'm trying to be as open and honest about this for everybody listening, is now that I'm closer, it's harder to stay motivated because I'm like, I'm at, eh. I mean, 189, 185, we're splitting right. hairs, yeah. Yeah, right. whatever. Yeah. But part of me also then is like, I need to hit it. I need to see it. I want to see 185 on that scale, especially because when I hit 200, I was like, eh, I'm good. That's pretty close. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I lost another five pounds. And I was like, oh, I mean, I feel different. I look oh. way different. Yeah. All right, now I'm at yeah, 190. Yeah, the pounds get really significant, right? I was about the, to say, now every get. pound you lose is going to come with more of a physique change than yeah. they did on the front end. Yeah. And mathematically speaking, I feel, because I've thought about that, and I feel like it's the same thing of like, you know, people say like the years just seem like they go quicker and quicker. You know, mathematically, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know why that's true? Is because as you get older, a year is a less percent of your life. So when you're a year old, a year feels like forever because it's in your entire yeah. life is yeah. one right. year. But as you're in your 50s, it's only one fiftieth or one fifty-fifth mm-hmm. of your year of your life. So it doesn't feel like it's as long. That's why mathematically that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Also with poundage, mm-hmm. it makes sense because now one pound of is a body bigger fat percentage is a of bigger your body percentage weight. Correct. of your body. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, and that's why I keep telling you, like I keep trying to push the gym on you a little bit, is that when you're doing that. Now, when you see the fluctuations in the scale, it's one more thing. You're like, well, I was hitting the gym pretty hard. You know, this could be some muscle mass coming on. That, that, definitely some that's muscle a huge mass, thing yeah. for me because I play in that field of like, I'm I'm the same weight. I've been this weight before mm-hmm. without barely any muscle mass, you know. Right. So it's like I always remind myself of that I'm like, we've been here before with an entirely different body, Yeah. you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, it kind of lets me not hate the scale as much. I do really hate the scale though. Yeah. Honest. And I, I'm, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't think I'd even care as much. Like r- right now it feels like it's just weighs on me more. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> because I didn't even seen that 185, but I understand enough like mathematically that I'll use it. Cause I thought about that too. I'm going to use it almost like a, uh, as just another data point that I'm like, I don't need to weigh myself every day. I won't need to weigh myself every day and weigh myself occasionally and just be like, oh, I thought I gained a little bit of weight. All right, let's just tighten it up a little bit. I like Here keeping we go. a little bit of structure. I would just make it every Monday or yeah. every Wednesday once your weekend's past where you hang out with people. Yeah, I like the and- idea of not Monday. Yeah, I get <laughs> that. It's just like always after the weekend. Not every that Friday, I do anything before the weekend. weekend, but generally people do. That's you know? a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's fine. Like, I don't yeah. want you to not enjoy your Sunday because you're terrified of your Monday. Honestly, it weekend. might be a good idea to weigh every, like, Friday because you're going into, into the, the weekend, weekend at that point. It's yeah. almost like I just said Fridays. Did you? I literally, well, you guys were talking. Neither one of us heard him. We just all. talked right yeah. over him. Thank yeah. you. That's like awesome. a mouse. Yes. But I actually got one that could probably help you stay a little bit motivated going into, into your weekend, weekend to just be yeah. aware. Not yeah. not enjoy yourself, but be a little more aware. Yeah. yeah, you might make better choices. And then it gives you or the worse, week where you're taking care of yourself to weigh in. This is genius. I'm so glad I thought of it. Everybody's getting weighed. Original idea, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's, but that's what I was thinking. Like, I can now use that as just another data point as opposed to trying to stress as much about it daily. And even like, I don't actually don't mind weighing myself daily. I actually kind of 
really enjoyed seeing, not enjoyed, but really appreciated seeing the fluctuation the whole way. I mean, Chris, you saw my dad. Yeah, I showed yeah, it. Yeah. I really should screen. I'm going to screenshot really it and it post it. It's very satisfying. Oh, yeah, yeah. To send it out to see and yeah. to see how much the jumps are. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because now that I'm almost there and we're, we're kind of, I'm not really putting as much data and yeah. this is the best time to show the last year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'll do that. Um, but it, it, it was absolutely insane seeing the jumps and that now it the jumps feel, I still feel them, but I don't know if I will feel it quite as much. And it just might become a data point once I hit that 185. Could be. I mean, it needs to become but just it, a data point. But by point, that point, know? it is just, it's still a lifestyle. So maybe you're not as overjoyed anymore, but now you continue chasing down like... Put a, a bench press goal in the mix. Put a deadlift goal in the mix, and yeah, continue if you're working goal towards things. Oriented like that, you know, because you still know that you're working towards beneficial things. But then you can just be more patient about the the physique changes that are going to continue to come. You still feel better. You still look so much better. You're still, you know, more energetic and and, yeah, and healthier time. overall. Like just able to get through. Not yeah. even necessarily energetic. Because like, I think that's a a misnomer too in terms of. Everybody says, oh, you get more energy. It's not like I'm like, woo, boom, yeah. and let's, here we go. It's right. more like, like things are less exhausting. Right. Yes. Your energy that goes further. That is a further. much better yeah. way of saying yeah. it. Things are less exhausting. Your energy your goes level, much, much Your battery further. level depletes slower. Yes. Right. Yeah. But it's not like you it's, wake up and you're like, yes, I'm so motivated for the day. Here we go. Right. Like, yeah, it's like you it. were an yeah, iPhone no. 6, and now you're an iPhone 13. That's it. We just upgraded your iPhone. Yeah. That's all you are. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> my battery's a little worn out. Now I'm we're just, just saying, gonna, now we're just battery. gonna continue with uh you know the the frequent updates. Yeah, yeah. You know, your your next update is is and, hitting and having twenty good, more pounds good on your goals. deadlift. You know, step goals is good, getting yep. the gym is good, mobility is a good goal. That's you one know, of the things. It doesn't it is. have to it be, is. you know, losing weight to still make progress. Yeah. Stretching right? is one thing like, I need to focus The fact on. that like I've been working on my shoulder mobility and like now I can move my shoulders in you know, more of a range of motion than mm -hmm. I could before. That's a win. Yeah, it big is. You know? it is. I'm not in as much pain. That's a win. That's but, a big win. But a know? lot of people will approach mobility like they do initially getting into exercise. And they're going to try and do an hour yeah, of yoga a day no, or yeah. do whole body mobility stuff every day, which takes an hour yeah, or two I'm hours. I tell you, if PT and mobility training is like the bore, most lot. boring workouts you could do, you know? So my recommendation is to start like anything else. Like even when I was getting into meditation, I, I finally realized I don't need to force myself through an hour of meditation. Do five fucking minutes. Do that consistently. You start building. You do. It's true. They, they have yoga apps that are, are, most of them are free or they're like 2 to $10 a month, but... You know, ten dollars a month to pay for something that's going to benefit you is wonderful. And they have beginning to advance, anywhere from fifteen to an time. hour. You can set it. Or they down just, they dog have the is one ones. of them. They have like you could set how long you want it to be. If you want it to be like a vinyasa or like yeah. a slower thing, you know. So you, you do the short timelines. Nice. This reminds me of something that I had brought up a little bit before uh, the you guys before we started recording. We probably didn't hear it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably, no. um, but recently in the my life, because now I'm trying to better everything of my life, including my brain. As you should. Yeah. Um, but I listen to a lot of sports podcasts, and it's come up a couple times with different athletes. Journaling. Mm -hmm. Daily journaling of emotions and feeling and, like, just your days. Um, you guys aren't big sports people, but 
if anybody listening is a big sports person, you know the name Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter, if you, li- if you watch the NFL or listen to the NFL, he is like the number one news reporter of NFL information. Mm. Uh, he works for ESPN. Sounds intoxicated. Um, <laughs> yo, the dude has like nine phones. Actually, I think he has two. But he has two. But he's constantly on the phone. He, you watch Sports Center or whatever, and he's on, and you'll see him on the side taking phone calls and doing stuff while they're on air live and stuff because he's just lifestyle. Yes, yeah, it's wild what he does. But he's like the best. But anyway, he apparently is a daily journaler. 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 He said he could tell you. You could pick a date. He's been doing it for years, like twenty years or something. And he said you could pick a date in any year and say what he did that day, and he could go back and see what he did that day. Yeah, that's cool. And how he felt because he's he keeps them on, has all these journals of for. I've been doing every year. So I got a little digital e-ink tablet. So it's yeah. like writing, but nice. it's without a pencil and a paper, you know. Okay. So and I try to daily journal in there. I've not the best at it, but just like anything else, do it when you can remember and then eventually you get a little bit more consistent. Um, But it is nice to like vomit all your thoughts and things onto paper. It helps you... I don't know. It helps you be done. I've been doing I like to do it before I go to bed. If if you've got a a million thoughts going through your brain, I I can see the benefit. You think so much... I don't trust my subconscious. So if you have... (laughs) (laughs) So if you have a million thoughts going through your brain... Writing them down slows everything down, and you can only really focus on what you're writing at that yeah, point. So I, I can see the benefit to it. I have never been able it, it to really get into it myself. It helps me slow my brain down for bed, right? which like I struggle with. right? I get in bed, yeah. and I got like 100,000 thoughts, and I can't turn my brain off. Doing a brain dump, I've heard about uh, as well, too. The, the biggest things that are on your brain, put them on paper, or make a list of what you're going to do the next day so you're not trying to go it's, to sleep thinking about cool. all the things you have to do the next it's day. It's like having a little conversation with yourself yeah. every single day before you go to bed or when you wake up or whenever the fucking time you want to do it. I don't give a shit. Whatever works for you. Um, you know, and you get... It really does help to get those thoughts out on paper, you know? Hmm. So I think I might... I was going to... Uh, I didn't know whether you guys had journaled. I, so I got all this in, thought in my head and I was like, I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to create this challenge that's the non-eating challenge. We should do a yeah. challenge. I'm in. And I was going to say, let's do... Mike has to doodle for, every day. Yeah. Every doodle. day for this week. <laughs> let's do a journal every day for the week and we'll come back after the, uh, next week and talk about what it was like. Okay. What it felt like. How did it go? What... And I kind of like the... I kind of like the... Like, I'm just... Op- I've never done it. Yeah. And I'm open to the idea of it. Chrissy who's somebody who apparently has done it. Yep. And then you're somebody who hated it. So I want to see... It's not that I hated it. I just didn't... That wasn't I for wasn't you. drawn to it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't for you. So if we all can do it for a week... Yeah. Come back with all three different perspectives. This is almost perfect. I didn't even plan it like this. It just kind of happened. And huh. see what the journaling thing comes. Now, what happens if you forfeit this what challenge? What if Mike's journal um. is all dick drawings? Just, <laughs> what's, what or do we boob do? drawings. We just brought those out. Whatever. We like the concentric circles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bullseyes, Chrissy? <laughs> then that, uh, that part of the conversation. Um, what do we get me, if we though, win this challenge? Journal- <laughs> Gummies. For me, the wit. Oh my god! (laughs) Mental health. That's what you meant. Um, That's what I've never done. The daily journaling, but I'm a musician, so my way of journaling has always been songwriting. Yeah, and I just kind of get it out that way. But there's definitely times where I've had like mental stuff that I like. I've even like started to like mess song wise. I'm like. I can never release this song Mm -hmm. because this is either too personal. Mm -hmm. Like I've never really connected with musicians. I've said like, this is so personal. I'm like, whatever you're writing songs. I have recently felt so much more attached to that kind of idea that I'm like, wow, I could really see how that would be like really hard. Mm -hmm. I have said 
in the past to other um, that like just booking shows, I had to get over this mentality because I am the business and I am the product. Right. That it's so personal that when I would try to like book myself and then I'm like, no, I would be, I would feel oh, personally gotcha. rejected. Yeah. And like it would really affect me. I personally. had the same thing when I would initially have sales calls with, with potential new clients. Oh yeah, and I and if they I, yeah. weren't quite sold, or the price hit too hard, or they didn't think that was worth it, or whatever, you, know, you go through the the yeah, wide the range gamut. of why people yeah. don't invest in themselves. But um, you have to definitely let that go. It's hard, especially yep. like when you are the product. Yeah. Like oh yeah, it's different. Like I, I've thought about, I've been thinking a lot about life and stuff, and I think it's funny that all three of us happen to be business owners. Mm-hmm. But you're the only one that has like a traditional business. But I still business. take a hit. Like if someone's like, well, I went to blah, blah, blah instead. I'm like, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but that's unnecessary, right? Like those, they have something to offer that we don't have to offer right. or whatever. Who's going to go to the same place every single day over yeah. and over? That's right. stupid. Yeah. You know, so like you can't take it personally. I get it. You yeah. know, it's a little bit, it would hit me way more personally if I was the fucking You're thing the product. that I was selling. Right. Yeah. I'm glad right. that that's not that. <laughs> and especially, I think that's one of the scary things about doing original music too, is like literally it, now it's even more That's you. even more you, yeah. But, yeah. but on that same and note... And if you don't like my songs, you're literally saying you don't like me. True. Yeah. But that's, that's how that that's feels. That's also going to be some of the more powerful stuff. Emotions are what draw people in. And I, I learned this on the front end. If you can't figure out somebody's emotional reason for wanting to get healthy, you will never get them invested in, in themselves. You, you just won't. And it's the same thing I would imagine even with music. Some of the most powerful shit out there yeah. is what was written emotionally and what other people who are going through anything similar to what you're going through hears that and like, fuck. One, I'm not alone. Two, this is beautiful. And three, like I needed this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's incredibly moving and it's something that you personally kind of relate to absolutely yeah, super yeah. Powerful. if you can't yeah. touch people's emotions you're not actually touching them it music write is, that down so that I was took amazing a class in college about uh movie music and oh, the way movie music it's so good and you get chills if they do it right you know so mm-hmm. yeah like and like so doing music for so it's not. It hasn't been that long that people have been specifically making m- music for movies. I agree because I've been watching old, like old action movies, and it's like instead oh, it's of horrible. songs, it's just like shitty sound effects and stuff. Like it's not motivational like they do it now. So, but there is a, such a great movement, and one of the stories that we learned in this class, it was a uh, uh, music for film. The, the class was one of the stories that we heard is that Albert Hitchcock mm-hmm. did Psycho. And he had done it, and I don't remember I'm top of my head what the who the composer was, um, but he had Hitchcock had a, a, a previous engagement, and the composer was going to put music to it, and he's like, "Here's the here's the I just you need music for here." He's like, "I don't want anything over the 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 most famous scene from the movie Psycho, mm-hmm. the shower scene mm-hmm. where they get stabbed. I want it completely silent. That's the only part that I don't want anything on. Do whatever, do the other stuff, and, and I'll come. I'll be back. And he's basically like threatened him. Don't put anything <laughs> on that. He put that high pitch violin sound that mm-hmm. which huh? you could everybody can hear. Yeah. Oh yeah, over top of that. That's what that is. It's violin squealing. Yeah, violins. it's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> Hitchcock saw it. And heard this, immediately doubled his salary. No and said, shit, that was perfect. You and that's it. that's a bold move. To, yeah, to really see move. something Absolutely. as an artist and be like, I know what he said, but I'm going for this. Mm-hmm. But that's just saying like how emotional music and I mean that's 
music essentially it technically is because it went with what he the the composition and all that stuff but how different scenes are i've seen this other thing um i i think it was like the count of monte cristo or some movie i don't even remember what it was but there was a really emotional section but if you take the music out and you watch it super different it's not there's no emotion to it at all. You're like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like it's like hokey. And then you bring the music back. You're like, wow, it's so impactful. So yeah, music is a really powerful, powerful thing. And use it, use that power, even in fitness, like find the stuff that moves you and motivates you in the ways that you need to be motivated. Yeah, Like Aaron works out without music. And I just think that's just psycho. I use podcasts to work out sometimes. The music is so much more motivation. I'm also, uh, here's a little inside information on me personally. I get burned out on music because it's my career. Mm, I yeah, can see that. Can and see there's that. definitely times where I'm just like, I just don't want to listen to anything right now. All right, Comes so and we're goes, journaling but, and yeah. you're also going to write us a song. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, okay. Yeah. Is it a song about the podcast? <laughs> yes. It says, talks about how yeah. I'm going to journal too. Yes, I'm gonna, please. I'm going to journal too for the if week. If you could slide ruggedly but. handsome bald man into it. I slided into last week's episode. You should listen yeah. to it. Did you yeah. really? Yeah. 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 You're welcome. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you again for uh, listening, mm-hmm. spending your quality time to listen to us babble. Uh, hopefully, you guys learned something. And uh, if you've just started this process. Go back, listen to the early podcasts where we have a whole bunch of information. We're going to start feeding that information again here soon because people are on all different walks. Yep. Even the three of us in this room are at completely different stages in, 100%. in the journey. They're on all different walks, but they're all getting steps. Yeah. So it's all about the steps. Go do it. We believe in you. Knock it out. Uh, and if you've hit your goals, it's time to refocus so that you can reprogram yourself and. That's right. uh, Redefine your success. Damn right. Redefine your success. People. I'm going to coin that. Yeah. It's awesome. I like that. And also pay attention to the Zipsorps, where the uh, collars are at. So the Zipsorps, right? Yeah. Don't forget to put your collars on Zip-a-dee your Zipsorps. Where they yeah. zippers. Yeah. Zip, right. Zip, yeah. Zip, zip, zip right. Well, we love you guys. We He's the professional, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Ciao.